is a one-on-one guide to the basics of growing strawberries, to get them to be firm, delicious, juicy, and really hold that deep red, rich sweetness of summer. I previously did a podcast about raspberries and blackberries, and as my podcast is named Raspberry Revolution, that is really my expertise. And strawberries is something I've learned a lot about growing and managed to get good at over time. And they are a little bit trickier than raspberries and blackberries, or can be. With a raspberry or blackberry plant, I would encourage people to grow any plant, and if they get not great berries, to keep on growing them because they will keep producing and produce awesome berries, no matter what type of plant it is. If you take care of it year after year, the berries will get bigger and more delicious. That is true of any raspberry or blackberry variety I've tried. If you have some growing wild somewhere on the edge of your property or um, you know, in a, in a space and someone takes some tending to them, they will eventually produce great berries. The same is not true of strawberries. Strawberries are very, very interesting fruit because most fruits and vegetables have a specific point of origin around the globe. For example, you have apples coming from the forests of Kazakhstan, corn from the Americas, bananas from New Guinea, coffee from the Middle East, many things from the Levant and that area. Most crops that we eat have a specific point of origin that then spread out from different places. And the varieties we eat are one or more different cultivated varieties from the different places. For example, to go back to raspberries, they started out in uh, the Middle East area and then spread out and different colors went in different directions. So the black raspberry ended up being in America, the yellow raspberry in like Asia, and then the red raspberry up into Europe. Now, for strawberries, they are a culmination, a global effort of people taking the best version of strawberries from all over the world and combining them together into this one collaborative fruit. So there were wild strawberries growing in America. There were strawberries that were are part of that the main strawberry genome that we eat from uh, Vietnam and and from Europe. And when globalization was happening and plant plant people were able to freely um, cross pollinate things and experiment, they were able to create the strawberry as we know it today. So it's really an interesting kind of, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a part of humanity working together and all the best parts of the world coming together to create something that could be considered the most delicious fruit. Now, the key is if you're going to want to grow really great strawberries, they need to be summer bearing or June bearing. That's the same thing, summer bearing and June bearing. It just means they have one big crop that comes. The other type is everbearing. Now, I'm sure that some people can pull it off and grow good everbearing strawberries. I went to the farmer's market in October once, and this woman had great everbearing strawberries that she had grown. They were small and they tasted a little different, but they were great. They, they, the problem is, is that, uh, you know, on my summer bearing strawberries, I'll get, they'll all be good. Like every single one of them will be good. And they're good at different stages too. So like you can pick them when they're a little bit more pink and they'll have like a little bit more of a tangy flavor or you can wait till they get like deep red and they have that like they're super juicy and they just are so resilient and they're, they're firm and they're, they're, they're just better in every single possible way, except for the fact that they only produce once the everbearing strawberries will keep producing but a lot of them will ripen unevenly and they'll 
have a lot more problems with pests, especially it seems like, um, uh, like, like, like microscopic pests, <laughs> let's put it like mold and things like that. And I haven't had any problems with that with the June bearing strawberries. So it's, it's just such a contrast. And even the best ever bearing strawberries are still not as good as like a mediocre June bearing one. Right. So that's the difference. Like even the, the, you know, or a sub, even a subpar June bearing one is probably better than the best ever bearing strawberry that you can grow. I'm sure there's some, there's some techniques you can use. And if you, um, if you really just want, you know, uh, like a little strawberry plant that you are, you can get strawberries from all around. You're really going to kind of really micro take care of that one plant. That would be kind of the best approach to, to ever bearing strawberries. I think that's what typically people do who are trying to grow them. But if you want like a large crop of delicious strawberries, then summer bearing, June bearing is definitely the way to go. So the next thing to think about is after they get their crop, they're going to start sending off runners. And this is a great thing, but there's a couple things to think about. So runners are also sometimes called daughter plants and they come, they shoot off of the main plant and they'll, they'll reroot themselves and form a new plant. And that new plant will um, be able to survive and get through, get fruit. Now, the key is you do want to um, have some control over this and like, you know, make sure that, that they're like, they will start kind of going crazy and going out in all directions. And so you, you can't be afraid to, um, you know, cut them and move them. And one thing that's key is to get uncopyrighted varieties. I, the, I recommend the, the variety Jewel. It's like the most uh, tried and tested variety there is, and it's not copyrighted. So you can, the reason that it, it's not really an issue um, for like a home gardener, but you know, if you, if you want to grow in scale, you want to be using plants that you can propagate freely without any cost or any worry of people, you know, anything. So you can freely take those daughter plants and plant them somewhere else and start new gardens. And you really want to do that as much as possible because if the strawberries start to get overcrowded, They'll get, they'll get smaller fruit and they won't produce as, uh, they just, you know, everything about the plant won't be as high quality. Now, strawberries need full sun, which is very contrast to raspberries. So you wouldn't be thinking about growing them in the same spot. Strawberries also like flatland. They like things flat. And again, different spot than you would grow raspberries. Raspberries are totally fine with growing on a hillside. And it seems, and a lot of times they benefit from it. So those are kind of the main basics full sun you want consistent watering too depending on the season the most important thing is that they get a really good consistent watering while they're flowering and going going into the fruit like going into getting fruit so typically that works really well around here and around most places um you know if you get good spring rain in april and may and and then into into early june then once they get their fruit you can kind of let them let, let them relax a little bit um because you're gonna be clearing it out a little bit and you you want like it's good to do consistent um consistent infrequent deep watering right because you want the you want the strawberries to develop deep roots that go down strawberries roots can go down six feet at least into the ground and um if they go down that deep they're always they're gonna be able to they're gonna be much more resilient you don't want them to be spreading out the roots to the side because then they'll start competing with each other. 
as opposed to if they're able to go deep down, they'll be able to, um, you know, have their own sufficient system and sometimes they'll be able to get, um, water when, you know, when you haven't rained, when it hasn't rained in a while. The next thing that I would think about is what kind of mulch you're using. And you don't want something that strawberries are on. It's going to hold too much, too much water on the top surface layer. Because if the strawberries are, say, on, like, mud, or say they're, like, on some kind of, like, thick mulch, the, the, where, the, where the strawberry touches the, the mulch or the, the muddy dirt, it'll, it'll sometimes, like, break that, break that outer layer and the berry won't be a very good berry. So use a dry mulch, straw being the best, or wood chips. I use wood chips because I have them free access to them. Uh, from all the storms that we have, I've been able to get some wood chips from people doing work, tree work, and all the ash trees that are dying. So you, um, but straw is like probably the ideal because it's just very lightweight and you and dry. And this will create like a nice layer for the strawberries to lay on as they're getting ripe, delicious, and juicy. And um, you do need to weed between the strawberries. I have, you know, I, I've been doing my best, but I've let it go a little bit. So, you know, some of my pictures are, are some weeds. It's not going to destroy um, the plants, but, you know, it just, it, like, it, if there's a weed growing next to a strawberry plant, it's going to small, let's slightly smaller berries. And uh, so it is important to weed frequently, but you don't need to be, like, um, militant about it. You know, if, if, if things, if there's a few weeds here and there and you miss a couple in a big strawberry patch, you'll still be able to get good strawberries. I also just wanted to note here, and this may be something I'll talk about in a different podcast, it's really important to kind of know which weeds you're battling with in your garden because you want to take a different approach to different ones. Uh, you know, for example, if a weed is like has a deep tap root, like a dandelion, you just want to yank it out. If a weed is like a vine and, uh, you know, has like a root that's going to be intertangled with all your other plants that goes deep, no, you don't want to do that because then if you rip that out, you're going to rip out a lot of roots of the plants you have. So it's really key to kind of like know your weeds. And I go strategically and I'll, I'll go around and remove like all the, all the taproot weeds with my hands. And then I'll go and clip all the vine weeds and uh, rather than doing like one area and trying to get all the weeds out. But yeah, that's a whole different podcast to get in, in the weeds about all the weeding that I have to do. Cause that's, that's a main part of the, um, of gardening. It really is like if you're a, that's why it's so hard for so many people to give up with it. You know why everyone doesn't have, uh, you know, a big giant strawberry patch is, you know, there's some, it is work to, to, to weed it and to keep it consistently clean. However, I think it's really worth it. And if you take the time to establish it and put down the mulch, that'll keep down the weeds considerably. So those are really the basics to, to growing strawberries, full sun, consistent water, especially when they're flowering and going into getting their fruit. Uh, cleaning out and spreading out runners and daughters plants, making sure you get uncopyrighted plants so that you can spread them freely and propagate as much as possible and um, make sure you have like a dryish mulch for them to go down and consistent weeding. But if you did a good job of the mulching, you won't need to do that much. And also too, one, one last thing I want to say about, about weeds is like, if you have lots of weeds growing in your garden, that means you have really fertile soil. So like be mad about it, but don't be mad about it because it means that your soil really wants to have things growing in it and every inch of it wants to grow something. Take from strawberries is the idea of being June bearing, of being summer bearing, of having this one wonderful fruit and then spending the rest of the time preparing and resting for it. I think our culture is always pushing this ever bearing idea that we should be constantly producing, but 
then you get strawberries that are not as good that are like you know you have to you have to pick a lot out that are not you wouldn't want to eat and even the ones you do want to eat aren't as good so if you take the time to really uh invest and and take the time to relax and take the rest then you'll be able to produce something beautiful and fruitful nothing in nature is really ever bearing everything has its season its moments and we too are the same way and so every time i eat a delicious strawberry in june i think about this and think about how this is a special time and i'm in a special place and this is a special moment in the universe and it it you know if you if you try to force it to be more than just now and you try to make it any other like you're you're destroying the essence of what makes it so good so this was a strawberry basics but it was also kind of an ode to the june bearing strawberry and it's once a year mythical magic and i really really hope you don't miss it and you manage to eat some because they are just not the same as ever bearing strawberries and you can plant june bearing strawberries in the fall or the spring and they they should get they'll get if you plant them in the spring they'll get some fruit and if you plant them in the fall they'll get a good amount of fruit and they're perennials so if you if you take care of them they should last at least three years sometimes the plants kind of get a little degraded after a while and they need to be replaced so those are the kind of the main key takeaways about strawberries i really hope you enjoy strawberry season and get out there to your farmer's market or um and if you miss it you plant some and uh i'm gonna be coming back next with my podcast about cancer season which is super exciting it's a great time of the year it's when raspberry season begins it's when things start fruiting and are wonderful and everybody wants to be outside summer the summer solstice and there's going to be a lot of magical mystical things on the horizon so uh take this how-to guide if you're trying to grow strawberries and uh you know remember this is just the basics and uh i'm someone who's just you know learned from doing and reading and found found some success now and hopefully you can too anyone can garden and uh it's it's uh the human birthright that we all need to exercise i think have a fantastic day and uh much love happy bread